Good evening and welcome to the Midnight Mystery Theater as we bring you another tawdry tale of terror, suspense, and mystery. This evening's theatrical thriller of the wild, wild, weird, weird west is entitled, uh, The Case of the Missing Stage. The Midnight Mystery Theater is brought to you by Flexner and Frankel, the cheese adjustment people. Have you had your cheese adjusted today? If not, why not? And now act one of The Case of the Missing Stage. Welcome to Wally's Wild West Waffles. You folks ready to order? We do not understand the menu. What would y'all like to know? What are uh, grits? Two dollars. Howdy, folks. I'm Wally Waffles. What do you French-type friends think of our authentic Western stagecoach depot inn? Uh, we think it is a violin. No, monsieur. In this country, we call it a guitar. Merci, au revoir. Are you calling my son a... Pardon? Sorry, ma'am. I can't pronounce my vowels. How'd y'all like to hear some tales of the Old West? We would like to be left alone. I'll take that as a wee-wee. This here tale of the Old West actually begins in the Old East. New York City, the Great White Way, Palladium Theater. Choo-woo, all aboard for Broadway. Choo-woo. Greetings and salutations, Lord Jeffreys. Tis I, Lady Rosebowl Parade. Thank you, thank you. My dear minuscule insignificant humdrum denizens of the theater. Nice entrance bow. Lady Rosebowl Parade, it was ruddy decent of you to inform me of your marriage to Freddy, what? I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I was... Lying! Lying? But you did marry Freddy. Remember, darling, act one, scene three. Don't bother me now, Marshal. Can't you see I'm busy trying to remember my line? I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I was home in bed with a headache. Oh, yes. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I was home in bed with a headache. My husband, Freddy. (laughs) (laughs) That is, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I was home in bed with a headache. My husband, Freddy, is in France. I thank you, and my husband, Marshall, thanks me. And you, the poor little theater rodents who have no place to go, really, but to this temple of hero worship for this incredibly glamorous and talented, beyond belief, Luella Blunt, who by coincidence just so happens to be the beautiful woman addressing you as I speak. Shall we continue? Nice work, darling. The entire audience is rushing for the exits. No doubt to tell their friends of this once-in-a-lifetime event. Once-in-a-lifetime is right. Not many shows close before intermission. Curtain! Curtain! Uh, beg your pardon, folks. That's Cruffy LaRue cooking the I'm OK, You're OK ranch outside of Dead Buzzards, New Mexico. And I come out here to tell you, your Uncle Henny Chickman done joined the Ghost Riders in the Sky and left his ranch. I'm sorry? How did he die? How did who die? My Uncle Henny. You said he joined the Ghost Riders in the Sky. That's right. Ghost Riders in the Sky is a country and western band. The boss wanted you to run his ranch while they go out on tour. Bearded, toothless, wild west type in dire need of hygiene of any description, personage. May I inquire as to the nature of this alleged ranch? 
ranch. It's a chicken ranch, ma'am. Chicken ranch? Sorry to interrupt his geniusness, but them people want their money back. Chicken ranching! Doesn't it sound romantic, darling? Chicken ranching! You've always been interested in romantic poultry. Did either of you read my biography? Uh, don't look at me, I flunked biography. If you had, you would know that I grew up on an humble chicken ranch and... And that we need to get out of here fast. Exactly. Chicken ranching it is. Our meals included. Uh, you like chicken? Any other dang fool questions? Why would my uncle send his cook 2,000 miles across country as a courier? Uh, you ain't tasting my cooking. <laughs> Uneducated, feral, insipid, and exceedingly ripe frontier person, do you have anything such as a stage in this town of dumb bastards? There's dead buzzers, ma'am, and yes, but right now it's parked out in front of a loading show, so let's get a move on. Scruffy LaRue and his two thespian city slicker passengers headed out of west on the stagecoach driven by the infamous Succotat Sally, the oriest woman this side of the Rio Grande. That crusty yellow beard and that whip is making me hopped and crazy, Scruffy. I want me some sweet living right now. Uh, no, I said orneriest. Oh. Phew, that's a relief. Giddy up, Betsy, giddy up, Daisy, hi! Meanwhile, back at the cliché... C.D., I feel as though I must be going mad being cooped up on this chicken ranch. How many times do I have to tell you, Frostbell? It's a game hen ranch. And I don't know why you're complaining. I've given you everything a wife could ever want. What have you ever given me besides money? Cash. Mm, where is that? Speaking of which, I'm driving the buggy into town to buy myself a new set of eyebrows. While you're at it, buy yourself a new set of morals. The honest Frostbell, you're driving the buggy over to Henny Chickman's chicken ranch to send him off with an afternoon of infidelity or a mad, passionate exchange of spittle, whichever comes first. Hey, the little marshmallow treats are for the ranch hands. That's a lie. Fidelity means everything to me, darling. I am finished cleaning the pools, ma'am. Thanks, Lance. I'll be back tomorrow, same time. Goodbye. Lance really knows his way around the deep end. Frost Bell, we don't have a pool. Well, that kind of blows the fidelity theory. Far more literally than I would care to imagine. Come in! Mr. Sneeringer, there are some rustic gentlemen here to see you, sir, who, judging from their rather odiferous pervasiveness, evidently make their home on the range. Thank you, Fenimore. Show them in and take the rest of the minute off. Yippee yi yo kaya, sir. Come on in, boys. Have you met my wife? Yes, well, I'm going to be running along. Goodbye, boys. I'll get that Henny Chickman if it's the first thing I ever do. Evil laugh, evil laugh, evil laugh. You sure far got a nice expensive ranch house, Mr. Sneeringer. Yes, I do, Curly. Did you wipe your feet? Uh, no, sir. Yo, Wayne boss! Slim, do you think I built this nice expensive ranch house by not winging ranch hands for not wiping their feet? No, sir. But just for the record, he did wipe his boots. How you doing, Curly? Oh, what a beautiful morning! Yo, 
house! Do you think I became a powerful game hen tycoon by not plucking ranch hens who sing cheery show tunes? No, sir. Personally, I prefer the darker musings of Lawrence Welk. And do you think I built a chicken empire by being lazy? No, sir. I built it by stealing from the orphanage fund. Evil laugh, evil laugh, evil laugh. But I didn't have you come here to be jealous of my outstanding initiative, Slim. Sir, I changed my name to Penelope the Dancing Chipmunk. Penelope the Dancing Chipmunk, there's something I want you to do. You want me to shampoo your horse? Shampoo my horse? Are you out of your tiny little mind? I'll take that as a yes. Just make sure and take out the pink curlers. Last time I rode into dead buzzards, they nearly laughed me out of town. I told you to wear a hat. Never mind that. As I'm sure you know, my old nemesis, that goody two-boots poultry baron grinnet, Henny Chickman, has been letting his chickens graze on my game hen grazing land ever since he was knee-high to a rooster. Not to mention, slam a lamb a ding-dong in your wife. How do you know that? Just listen. Extra, extra, read all about it. Henny Chickman, Shamalama, Ding Dong, CD, Steeringer's wife. Read all about it. I hate that singing chicken boy. But you could bet your Aunt Millie's bedpan I'll get my revenge. In fact, I can almost taste it now. What does revenge taste like? It tastes like chicken. Word in town is an actor is taking his chicken ranch over. And while the singing chicken boy is off torturing music listeners, I am going to pull a coo-coo and gain control of the I'm okay, you're okay corral. By utilizing your shrewd entrepreneurial skills. Exactly. <sighs> By hiring somebody to shoot him. Evil laugh. Evil laugh. Evil laugh. Evil laugh. What are you doing? I was doing a evil laugh. You winged me! Don't ever do that again. Now, where can we get a gunslinger who's reasonable? I don't know. You're doing a pretty good job so far. And you think shooting my employees is reasonable? What's wrong with you? I hear you was looking for a hired gun, mister. When did you hear that? Just now when you said it. You must be the Oklahoma Kid. No. The Laramie Kid? No. Billy the Kid? No. The greater Minneapolis-St. Paul, Tri-City area, Metropolis kid. Well, short notice, what are you going to do? How good are you, kid? Well, you know the great Northern Pacific train robbery? Yes, I do. Very impressive indeed. Yeah, well, I plan the lunch. No but toast canapes with sun-dried tomatoes. Well, short notice, what are you going to do? Now listen, here's the plan. Whisper, whisper, whisper. I didn't catch that last whisper. Whisper! And so Scruffy and Succotash drove the stage into Dead Buzzards. Hello, folks. Welcome to Dead Buzzards. What's the matter? Haven't you ever seen a talking snowman? In the desert? Whoa. Mr. C.D. Snurger's in town. He's mean and oh, is he nasty. Fear ain't in my vocabulary. Neither's my chance. Say, strangers, did you hear about the egg plot that was hatched earlier today? That's enough, Mr. Clean Jeans. Floyd the Barber wants to see you. 
probably about the do see do blood drinking vampire square dance involving stuffed bunny rabbits, and nobody can do see do it like Floyd the Barber Hot Dog. You the blimps of Broadway. That's blunts of Broadway. Well, Mr. C.D. Snaringer has a hankering to have a drink with you in the half mule tanning saloon. Your Western hospitality precedes you, sir. Yeah, well, in this town, you have to precede your own drinks, mister. Come on. All right, listen and listen good. C.D. Snaringer is about to make a speech. But first, for the entertainment portion of our program, I will now do my impersonation of a Presbyterian lobster bib. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're too kind. <laughs> yeah. And thank you, Penelope the Dancing Squirrel. As you know, we here in Dead Buzzards support the arts, but not whatever the hell that was. As Dead Buzzard's leading citizen, I extend a hearty welcome to the legendary Bums of Broadway. That's Blunts of Broadway. Thank you. As we take the stage, we shall now perform the balcony scene from Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> Wherefore art thou, Romeo? I think they thought you said rodeo, Juliet. Uh, can you do rope tricks? Like a common vaudevillian? I should say not. Uh, then they're gonna do one for you right here on the gallows. This is your stage, a hanging gallows. Step aside. Could be trouble. It's the kid. And it's trigger happy hour. Looking for the Colorado kid. Have you looked in, uh, oh, let's see, uh, Colorado? Uh, yo! Marshal, surely you have heard of the greater Minneapolis St. Paul Tri-City Metropolis kid. Who? Well, a short notice, what are you going to do? Is this a real gunfighter of Western law? Yeah, they don't come any lower. <laughs> so you the new marshal? No, I'm still the same old marshal. Hey, you and me, he's gonna have an audition. Hamlet's soliloquy. Before I go out there, Scruffy, is the kid any good? One night in Santa Fe, I seen a kid do a one-man show of the odd couple. Oddest couple of minutes I ever seen. You drama first, marshal. And I'll skill ya. There's that possibility, kid. What if somebody hollers go? Go! To be or not to be, that is the question. It's a question of the mind of the slings and arrows of greatest fortune to take arms against the sea of troubles and by opposing end of them. Let's make you whip the kid, Marshal! You got me, Marshal. I was good, wasn't I? No! I mean... You plugged me. Me? I never. Look out! Here comes the noon stage! It's just past noon. What's so unusual about that? I'm the stage driver! No! Stop! Ah! Oh, stage runs over, Mr. Snaringer! Are you alright? <laughs> Aside from 
132 broken bones. I'm fine. How are you, moron? I, I saw who <coughs> shot the kid. It was... Uh... You, you hear it, Marshal? What are we going to do? Scruffy, put out a wanted poster. We're looking for somebody called... Well, anybody seen the driver of the coach? Nope. No. I ain't seen nothing. I ain't seen a dang thing. No, no, no. Funny thing, the driver had clown makeup on him. Consternation. Looks like we have ourselves a missing stage. And so concludes Act 1 of the case of the missing stage. Now let's hear this important word from Flexner and Frankel, the cheese adjustment people. Hey, guys. Hey, Oedipus. Happy Mother's Day. Or is it Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Hercules. God, you're such a dork. You guys going to the dance tonight after the Greco-wrestling? Why? Is there, like, a difference? Shut up, Aristotle. God, you're such a femme. So how's the new play going, Thespis? I'm like dating one of the girls in the chorus. Here comes Medusa. Man, she needs to switch shampoos. She's... Yeah, I know. Box office Poseidon. <laughs> Greek minds think alike. Hi, Thespis. Hey, Eddie. You guys tried the Play-Doh salad? Medusa, you are such a Republican. I mean, I'm kind of like getting into the personal energy force with Flexter and Frankel's New Age philosophical cheese. What kind of cheese is that, Thespis? <laughs> You never heard of chakra cheese? Have you had your cheese adjusted today? If not, why not? And now the thrilling conclusion of The Case of the Missing Stage. Merci, Beau Buttercups, French-type peoples. Do y'all have any questions? Nein. The French-type foreign people left an hour ago. They are German-type people. Donkey shame on it. Now, word around the West spread fast that Marshall Blunt had taken down the Tri-Cities kid, so every punk with a cliff note was out to out-drama Marshall Blunt. But he had to tend to the chicken herd of his uncle Henny Chickman out on the range. You know something, Scruff? Makes a man feel proud. Nothing but chickens, as far as the eye can see. I hate to disappoint you, Marshal, but them's just tulips. Say, somebody's been eating popcorn out here last night. I keep finding... Colonels? Whatever you do, don't say the C-word. Ah, uh, she diddles. Here she comes now. Ain't that the new trail boss, Slim, with her? Yeah, you mean Puff the Magic Possum or whatever he thinks he is? Hello, darling. Scruffy! Did you vacuum behind the cacti? I'll take that as a yes. Marshal, there is a lawman from Dodgeball City waiting for you back at the ranch house regarding the running down of Mr. Sneeringer and the gunning down of the kid. I invited him for lunch. Oh, really? What's for lunch? You take a wild guess. And so Marshal Blunt rode back to the ranch for the legendary Luncheon of the West with Pat Patterton, Duper Duta Duet. Super Toot of the West. Who? Pat Bastardson, Super Sleuth of the West. Who in tar nibbles is this fancy talking filler? I am Buzz Peters. Interpreter of the West. Pat Patterson, Duper Toot of the West, it brought you by Duper Tuds, the Duper Tuds for Duper Tuds.
Hey, Dan, are you going out on a duper duper date? You bet. Tonight I'm going to propose to Duty Deep. Who Duty Deep? Deep only my duper duper caltoprental dictate to be all a dota titty titty bang bang bitert. Hey, Dan, did you know you have a taint on your tinner tacket? Oh, dit. Don't get into a tinner, mitter. Try a duper touch. Duper touch, take out those tough tanks for those duper 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 touch. Six hours later. How would you take that? Duper duper mitter. Did you know you forgot to wear pants? Oh, dit. Duper touch. Duper touch, get out those tough tanes for duper 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 touch. And now back to Pat Matterton, duper tooted the wet in legendary Latin dot the wet. Mr. Bastard? I believe it's Mr. Bastard's son, darling. Mr. Bastard's son, darling? It is truly a glorious historical event when a legend of the West End meets a legend of the end of the West. Scruffy, did you get that down on paper? Not now, man. I'm grooving. For the lunch and floor show, I'd like to do a little number. I woke up from my nap, pretty mama. Lord, I'm sick of the daily menu. Ain't nothing but chicken for dinner. Mmm, man, I got the cordon blues. Thank you. I had my toupee made in Nova Scotia. Is the soup made from gopher? Pass the boozenberry pour for floor. Martha Blunt, I'm arresting you for the murder of Diddy Deeringer and the uh, twin Diddy Kit. Marshall Blunt, I'm arresting you for the murders of C.D. Sneeringer and the twin Diddy Kid. Go get a toothbutt. We're going downtown. And so Marshall Blunt stood trial for the murders of C.D. Sneeringer and the Kid. Called in to defend him was frontier lawyer Prairie Mason. The whole town showed up for the trial of Judge Roy Hangham High Mean, Court of Law and Saloon. Howdy, I'm Judge Roy Hangham High Mean. Say, gang, don't forget to book your holiday necktie party now. <laughs> Habeas Hobble was the prosecutor, Prairie Mason for defense, Succotash Sally was the bailiff. County of Dead Buzzards versus Marshall Blunt, Honorable Hanging Judge Roy Mean presiding. All rise. Okay, that's enough. Sit down. Okay, who are we gonna try and hang today? <laughs> Your Honor, I am Prairie Mason. Lawyer of the West. I am representing the accused, Marshall Blunt. How is the defense looking? Defense! 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 Pretty good. Your Honor, I was just going to pontificate further before I was so rudely interrupted. Oh, Is that habeas hobble babbling over there? Afraid so. Obviously, my learned opponent is on a fishing expedition. In the desert? Why don't we just hang hobble instead? Call your first witness. If it pleases the court. Trust me, Hobble, it does not. The county calls the Vienna Boys Choir. 
objection, Your Honor. The witnesses are immaterial. And not only that, they smell like Julie Andrews. Your Honor, the prosecution has brought these fine young boys all the way from Austria at great expense to the taxpayers. And for what? I'm sure we'd all like to know that, Hobble. Ding, dang, burn it! Every day on the way home from choir practice, my old dog Barney and me would stop off and drink from a babbling creek. Until one day, he spontaneously combusted into a thousand little dog nibblets. (laughs) 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 Next dang burn witness. The defense calls Luella Blunt, who happens to be me. A movie star. Your Honor, dearest fans, ladies and gentlemen, girls and Vienna boys, my husband is being accused of a despicable crime. And? And that's all I have on short notice. Thanks a lot, darling. Maybe we can get all that on my gravestone. The defense calls Succotash Sally. Call Succotash Sally? Oh, that's me. Do you promise to tell the truth and nothing but the truth? I do. I may be seated. Sally, tell us in your own words what you saw that fateful day at the I'm okay, you're okay corral. I seen the kid and Marshall square off in a fair audition. The kid was good, but the Marshall was gooder. I knowed C.D. Sneeringer was banking on running the city slicker out of town so we could take over Henny Chickman's ranch, but it didn't work out that way. Then you believe the kid was C.D. Sneeringer's hired ham? I'd bet Hobble's life on it. Sally, did you see Marshall Blunt use a firearm at that time? Your Honor, this witness is not a forensic. No, sir, I reckon the man killed the Tri-Cities kid shot him from a higher elevation than the street. The bullet entering the kid's right chest with a south-by-southwest projectile from a downward slope of approximately a 68-degree angle. Expert. What do you think this means, Sally? It means whoever were driving the stage was also pretty dang it handy with a firearm. Thank you, Sally. I have no further questions. I may step down. Next witness! The defense calls Pat Bastardson. You heard him, fancy pants. Do you swear to tell the truth and whatever come into your head? You bet your ding-dong ditty daddy, sister. What? What? Do that or ding dong ditty daddy. Now tell the court why you think you have the authority and probable cause to arrest my client, Marshall Blunt. Because the last word that the turn 20 kid what? You plucked me. Because the last words of the twin titty kid was, You plugged me, you evil scene-stealing ham son of a bit. Your Honor, even the interpreter is a hostile witness. Now why did you really arrest Marshal Blunt? We were promised free popcorn. Get the truth. And real estate. Need a date? I wasn't promised real estate. What about it, Hobbled? It's about time for a recess. I'd say it's about time for a new prosecutor. Hurry this thing up, Mason. I got a cow in the oven. Thank you. Thank you. Now, what did you notice about the Phantom stage driver who ran over C.D. Sneeringer? He wore low-grade clown makeup, as would a rodeo 
Clown. My Uncle Eddie Chickman was a rodeo clown. He came to my fifth birthday party and scared all the kids off. He also does bar mitzvahs and bachelorette parties as... Creepy Clown of the West. So that means my uncle is... <laughs> coming right at us, driving a team of cows. It's a cow's a commie attack, spread out. The prosecution rests, and boy, could I use it. Oh, boy. This is what I call a catastrophe. But seriously, folks, take my life, please. Hey, son, Marshal. Such a fancy suit you're wearing, Mr. Big Shot. Last weight's cough, last weight's cough. Uncle Henny, I'm a Broadway star now, and you're, well, joining the Ghost Riders in the Sky. I did join them, but they kicked me out. Why? You ever hide my singing? Frostbell, honey, we almost had it all, but <laughs> dying cough, dying cough. <sighs> Exit stage left, Henny. <laughs> and there you have it. Marshall Blunt stayed on as town marshal, and Luella Blunt become the first actress in Dead Buzzers to be hung during a performance. <laughs> what happened to the missing stagecoach, bitte? Oh, I just threw that in to keep you in... Suspense? No, just to keep you in here. Man, I need the tips. And so concludes the case of the missing stage. The Midnight Mystery Players are Charles Crowley, Aaron Day, Tony Driscoll, Jason Grant, Sarah Haskell, Chris Matthews, Jeff Nelson, and John Ruoff. The sound effects were created by David McCorkle. Music by Bob Blumenthal. The recording engineer was Chris Spencer at Sophia Hat Studio. The Case of the Missing Stage was written and directed by John Ruoff. This is your announcer, Johnny, saying join us again next time as we bring you another tawdry tale of terror, suspense, and mystery.